Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, here I am. Good morning. Welcome into the show. Happy Thursday, Bill Ryder, with you almost to the weekend, unless you're Tom DeCelestino. And you're off tomorrow. A little time at the shore with the family. Long weekend. Well-deserved from Pretty Daddy. But I'll be here. We got you covered for two hours of great sports talk radio right now and over the remainder of this short week. Phone number on the show, 855-212-4CBS. It is toll free. Tom will answer. You can get on the airwaves. You can also just hit us up on the app formerly known as Twitter, sports writer, R-E-I-T-E-R for me, at Diesel CBS for Tom, Houston Nutt, our buddy, former longtime college football coach, largely in the SEC, will be on the show in an hour to talk some some college football. We've got a great buy or sell in which Tom, I may move this up, wants to just take shots at Messi. I don't know what his problem is with the the goat. We're going to talk about the shore, the place, the body of water that draws Tom. Every time he's off, Tom goes to the shore. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Bill. Happy Friday, Junior. Stop Friday, Junior. The people have spoken. You got to stop saying that. You can't say it on a day where you're not working tomorrow. It's a dumb. You can't just don't say it anymore. I got to give the people what they want. They're asking for it. (laughs) If you had to give the people what you want, much of your personality would be different. (laughs) That was mean. That was unfair. It was mean, but it was true. You can't say Friday. Look, I just think you got to draw the line. It. I'm not kidding. It's terrible. Say Hump Day. Call Tuesday, you know, Wednesday, second cousin, you know, whatever. No, no more Friday, Junior. I'm sorry, man. I think it's here to stay. I think it's cemented its place. I my, my Joe Montana story, and I'll tell this in a little bit, but I, I once was flying back from an event, and I was, I'm going to be full disclosure here, okay? I was so hungover I couldn't function. And if you had told me it would be possible to look to my left and see someone more hungover than me, I would have told you that wasn't, that wasn't in the realm of what's possible. If you had then doubled down and said that person will be Joe Montana, that would have been Heathrow Airport, London, 2012. So every time Joe Montana is in the news, and I got a little head nod. So he's just like, I feel you, man. It was after the, the, the London Olympics <laughs> were over and everybody was partying. He's waited on the GOAT, and he's got a surprising perspective on who the greatest NFL quarterback player of all time is. Uh, I've got a story that I want to recommend to you that was sh- surprisingly emotional. We'll get into that, and I have, I hope I remember to get to this in 20 minutes, 
based on precedent, based on example, based on professional standards, I have a pretty bold recommendation for diesel. And I don't think you are going to want to miss it. He will want to miss it. You will not want to miss it. Again, 855-212-4CBS. Chris Ballard is the GM of the Indianapolis Colts and the person who is, you could say, responsible for, certainly in charge of, depending on your view and how you shift responsibility, all the drama and all the things going on in that organization, largely with Jonathan Taylor, who obviously did not get traded. He's not going anywhere. He's on the pup list. He wants money. He's in the last year of his four-year deal. It is ugly. And Chris Ballard has learned a lesson too late that is important for everybody to know. And that is, at least in your work world, who you work for is everything. Let me say it again. I'm sure when Chris Ballard got this job as a GM, he thought, I've made it. It's a game changer. It's a life changer. It's not like there's 132 NFL teams. There aren't very many of these jobs. But who you work for is everything. And Chris Ballard and every problem he has and every problem they have with the Colts comes down to the fact that he is employed almost certainly by the least effective, most frustrating, most problematic owner, Jim Irsay, in the National Football League. That's what's going on. And we sort of knew this at the edges. As Jonathan Taylor had a, if you remember, going back a month now, there was a meeting between the Colts' most important player. And I know running backs don't have the value they used to. And the negotiations that they have and the lack of value they have from the people that make the decisions and the lack of long-term contracts... It, it, it is established. Dalvin Cook, established. Saquon Barkley, established. Josh Jacobs, established. One-year deals, holdouts that don't work, a little bit more money than you wanted, but you're basically in the, in the area of franchise tag money, if not just a franchise tag reality. Jonathan Taylor might be an exception to the rule, just in the sense that he's so important to what they do. He is their best football player. And Jim Irsay decided, I'm going to get involved. This is about a month ago. I'm going to have a meeting with, with, with Jonathan Taylor. And it seemed like, from the outside looking in, as best we can speculate, that, that Irsay did two or three things simultaneously. That he stepped on the toes of his GM, that he muddied the waters with his talent, infuriating him, and then he went public in a way that was not helpful. Don't need to speculate anymore. Because Chris Ballard spoke to the media yesterday about this mess. And I, I want to give him credit for candor. Because being straightforward and honest is, is quality. Now, is it a quality when you're so angry, when you're so frustrated, when you're so put out by your situation that you can't help yourself? I don't know. I mean, it's one thing if you're at the office and your colleague is always a straight shooter. It's another thing if he's a pretty professional guy trying to move up the ranks and one day he loses his mind like office space, American classic, and just stands up and says, my boss is a moron. This is what this kind of felt like yesterday from Chris Ballard. Let me play you a couple clips of a press conference that would be a uh, public service announcement for why to always be careful who you work for rather than where you work. Who is your boss rather than the job they give you? Here is the first part of Chris Ballard. And just note how angry he sounds and how clearly he has been put in a position where he feels like his owner, his boss, has absolutely screwed up everything. Here is Chris Ballard and his frustrations running over on this Jonathan Taylor situation. My relationship, I would tell you, is, look, even when it gets hard, I won't quit on the relationship. won't do it. I think too much of the young man. I think too much of what he's given our organization and how hard he's played for us. And what sucks, I mean, the situation sucks. I'm not going to sit here and give you some rosy picture like, oh, this is just, everything's okay. No, it sucks. 
It sucks for the Colts. It sucks for Jonathan Taylor. And it sucks for our fans. It, it, it just, it does. And it's, it's where we're at, and we've got to work through it. And we're going to do everything we can to work through it. Relationships are repairable. I mean, it sounds like he's the offensive lineman who has no power or control over what Jonathan Taylor is going through. He is the GM who ostensibly, theoretically, supposedly makes the decisions on the situation that sucks and is able to deliver, in theory, on the special relationship that it sounds like like he has. But the lesson is who you work for defines everything. And that is true for Chris Ballard. That's true for people much more, and I'm not taking shots at this guy, but much more historically remarkable than he is. I mean, look at Patrick Mahomes. And boss is a loose term, and those things shift over time. But when Mahomes came into the league and nobody knew if he was going to be successful, Andy Reid was the boss. And, And that's a big part of the reason Mahomes is successful. Look at the most talented, I think, athlete, American athlete of our generation. Messi Sakar, not that guy. LeBron James. Going to, to play for Pat Riley and having some more structure. The right boss mattered. Look at Shohei Otani, who we've talked correctly about a lot this summer. The boss there is Mourinho. Marino. Can't say the guy's name because I can't. I PTSD from bad baseball decisions blocked him from my brain. That is a shambles of an organization. Chris Ballard works for the wrong guy. Jim Irsay is the problem. Do not choose a job based on the job. Choose it based on the person you work for. Which, by the way, is really, really easy advice to be given, hard advice to take. Like everybody else, when I was young, when I was coming out of college, when I was full of piss and vinegar, like D-Cell is today, when I was ambitious and driven, I was, in, I was just like a newspaper writer. I want to be a newspaper writer. A guy named George Kennedy, the University of Missouri Journalism School who once fired me but then didn't fire me and once called me to my office and said as he put a hand through his hair, looking very frustrated, Mr. Ryder, I would love to meet the, what do you call them, worried weathered duo, worried weathered long-suffering duo that must be your your time-tested parents, I believe was the line. That guy, I think he liked me, gave me some great advice, which is as I went to find my first job. Because all these young kids, right, we all want to go to the, in that case, the biggest newspaper, back when those things existed. Remember when those were a thing? He said, don't go to the job, go to the person. Don't work for a name, work for a person. And most people ignore that advice. The job is bigger, you want it. The pay is bigger, you want it. The prestige is bigger, you want it. You get to be the GM of the Indianapolis Colts, you want it. Well, this is what you get. This is what you get. And by the way, I maybe I'm drawing too much of a parallel. But I don't think I am. You never know what impacts something or other. Barry Sanders retired early from... Detroit Lions, because they were a mess. Andrew Luck's gone. And I know it's been several years, and I know we don't actually know what happened, but are you telling me if Andrew Luck played for the Chiefs, where the Hunt family's been in charge forever, or another well-run, impeccably well-run organization, he'd be gone? Maybe, maybe not. Chris Ballard is figuring it out. And listen to this exchange. And I'm, we're gonna, I want you to listen to the reporter's question, too, because this isn't a GM who's angry or who's trying to spin. This is a guy who's using every ounce of his energy not to grab that microphone like this, right? Get on it and be like, I hate Jim Irsay. He is trying so hard not to say that, so instead he said this. Throughout the last several months, both offseason and more recently, do you feel like there's more you could have done to resolve this before it got to this point? And if so, any regrets? I, it doesn't mean give them thirty million dollars. No, 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 no. That's 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 a fair question. It's a fair question, um, and I want to answer it because I've thought a lot about it. I mean, you know me. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, especially when I know I'm 
you know, you're, you're hurting a guy you really care about, you know, because he trusts the relationship. That's that's hard. Um, I felt I was very honest um, with all my discussions, um, and you know, I've thought through, you know, what we could have done differently. I'm I'm sure both sides would probably tell you, man, I wish <clears> I had done something a little bit differently. Um, but the one thing I do know is it doesn't do me any good or anybody any good to sit up and say, ah, yeah, it's somebody else's fault. Oh, it's their fault. Nah, that, that's, that's not productive. It's not productive. It does, it does nobody. It doesn't help you find a solution. This guy has been the GM since 2017. I'm not normally an apologist for general managers. Tough job. But you have a lot of power in the National Football League. More or less, things are stacked fairly evenly. If you get the right quarterback, it, it shifts the scales. I get it. But but the system is built that if you have a better front office and you're better at your job, you can succeed. But not if Jim Irsay is your boss. Let me just give you a few reminders of things that have happened. Just a few over Chris Ballard's tenure, the guy in charge of this organization. Andrew Luck, as I mentioned, went away. Jim Irsay hired a television personality, Jeff Saturday. That was last year. Seems like 20 years ago, because in Ursay years, that's what it's like to live through these moments, I imagine, if you are a Colts fan. He hired Jeff Saturday, who was a joke, who was his friend, who was, and I'm not trying to take shots at, yeah, I'm going to take shots at Jeff Saturday. He wasn't qualified. He was a, a step more qualified than I was. And I know you know this, but I'm just going to say it again, because it bears repeating. GMs hire coaches, not owners. GMs hire coaches. Not owners, unless the owner is the GM like Jerry Jones, and look how that's gone for the last 25 years. So you're Ballard. You, you don't have the quarterback you should have. Your organization's a mess. You don't get to hire the right coach last year. You're a laughing stock because you get overruled because Ursay's buddy comes in. And then this year, you're finally free of Jeff Saturday. You hire the guy that you want. Yeah, you're in a rebuild, but you get to draft this quarterback, Anthony Richardson. You're really excited about it for a bunch of people in the know are high on him, even if folks like you and me are a little, a little skeptical. I'm not saying he's the next Mahomes, but we've seen people in college who are raw talents become just super talents in the NFL. Ballard's feeling optimistic. I got Jonathan Taylor. We have a special relationship. He can be a safe safety blanket, a security blanket, help my quarterback ease into the NFL because he provides instant offense and, 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 and just a little bit of support. And then Ursay gets involved, has the meeting, and now we're at this disaster. And what does Chris Ballard do at a press conference? Basically throws his hands up and does everything. But, oh, my God, why did I take this job? Tough call, bro. This guy's last job was the, what, director of football ops of the Chiefs in fifteen sixteen, And I get it. You want to make the leap. We all have careers. I've been a pretty ambitious guy, hardworking guy in my career. You, you get your big breaks. And when you get that big break, you think it, you think it's, it was never going to come. E- easy for me to say what I'm about to say, but I'm telling you, Chris Ballard lies awake at night, and when he's done throwing darts at that picture of Ursay, right, just actual physical darts, maybe he screams into a pillow. Maybe he calls his buddy, like I call Diesel, and just unspools all of his emotions, his baggage. When he's done with whatever process he has to deal with this guy, to deal with Ursay's meddling and the incompetence that seems rampant through this organization, I promise you Chris Ballard says, why didn't I just turn the job down and wait another year and take in a different GM job where I could actually work for someone who knows what they're doing? I can't believe I'm saying this, but Chris Ballard, feel your pain, bro. That, as to use your word, sucks. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. It's a Jim Irsay problem. Owners are the most important people in a sports organization who you work for is more important than the organization itself. 
which is why I'm really disappointed in Bailey Zappi, by the way. I don't know if you saw this. Went back. Had other offers, reportedly. Wanted to go and be the backup in New England. I get it. Had some starts last year, won some games, played relatively well. He basically was the offensive coordinator last year because they didn't have one. That's cool. That was exciting. That'll go on his LinkedIn. But you're going to play for Bill Belichick, bro. Who your boss is matters. 855-212-4CBS. I was going to make a joke about D-Sales' boss being his wife, but I don't make jokes about people's wives or nominate them for bum of the week. I don't do those things, Tom. Tommy, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Do I want to talk Joe Montana's surprising selection for the greatest QB of all time? Yes, I do. Do I want to push back on this notion, on this idea that Messi sucks at soccer because he didn't score a goal in a single game that Tom's pushing out there? Yes, I do. But I also have a call to action, a request, a professional requirement, a nudge suggestion, a moment to present to D-Cell that Pretty Daddy is going to push back on, but we'll test his very commitment to this show. It's next here on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Writer Than You. That's a very gray shirt. Are you saying it's like my personality? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't know what you were getting at. I just saying it's great. I've been wearing it the whole show. I just was saying it was gray. <laughs> I mean, I, I could see where you might. On CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to the, the, the show. By the way, uh, Tommy here has a blue shirt. I'm not saying he's sad. I'm just saying the, the shirt is blue. Are you wearing an undershirt under the blue shirt? No, I don't do that. No yeah, way. I'm not an undershirt guy. Like, like button-down shirts? I'm not doing an undershirt. No, and not with the dress shirt either. Like, I see people at weddings wearing an undershirt underneath their, like, yeah. Underneath their dress shirt? Like, nah. That's what the dry cleaning's for. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Let's go out to San Diego. Talk to Mo. Wants to weigh in on poor Chris Ballard. Mo, what up, buddy? You're on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks for taking my call early in the morning out here. Um, I appreciate it. <clears throat> I was listening to the presser with uh, Ballard and... I just, I'm just not following where he's going with the statement. 
Um, and then, you know, you were following up with your statement about what it means. When he says we won four games last year, so that is the reason for a pause when it comes to paying Jonathan Taylor. What does that statement mean? Um, he represents one twenty-second of the team. The reason you win and lose is never going to be solely because of one person. We know that the quarterback has the highest value, but is a running back asking to be paid at quarterback value? Absolutely not. Not even a percent. I mean, a, a, what one third? He's not even close to the highest play, paid player on the team. So, what does the wins and losses have to have to do with him specifically? You can't tell if you win or lose a game because of the running back position. You can you can isolate a guard or a safety and say, well, we don't win or lose because of that. That's not how you negotiate contracts. It makes zero sense to make a statement like that. It, it sounds idiotic to me. And Mo, I'll, I'm with you. I'll, and I'll add to that. I'll, I'll appreciate the call. I'll, I'll add to your point. There is a balancing act that has to take place as it relates to paying guys, and obviously in the NFL now there is a decision to err on the side of not paying running backs, but you have a rookie quarterback. The Colts are going to start in Anthony Richardson, who does not make a whole bunch of money because he's on his rookie deal, and there probably would be some flexibility there. But but I'm going to say it again. I just think for me, listening to that press conference in its entirety – I think he is largely just fed up and frustrated with his owner and all the realities that that puts into place. Thanks for the call, dude. Appreciate you. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, Mr. DeCelestino, I have a friend named Greg Bergman. Good morning, by the way. Hello again. Good morning. Hello again to you, Bill. It's a great suggestion for you. Now, you're pretty daddy here on the show, as you know, and as, as people text you on a regular basis. Now, my friend Greg... Like you, radio producer at ESPN LA here in Los Angeles. He's also the assistant program director, so he's a, a, a VBD, a very big deal. But he produces one of the, the shows on there. He's done a, he's produced a few. And one day they just named him Corporate Greg. They just they just I guess the idea that he's a sellout and he works for corporate. He doesn't <laughs> love it or didn't. I don't right? think he should love it. No. He's a professional. He's a pro. He is now an assistant program director. That's how good he is at his job. You know what he did on his Twitter handle? I'm looking at it. He changed it to corporate underscore Greg. So here's where I'm going with that. If you're committed to the show, if you believe that the people that are listening are worthy of your respect, if you want to be upwardly mobile, your Twitter handle, X, needs to be pretty daddy. So you're saying, I want to make sure I get this straight. Yeah, just, if I want to move up the ladder, if I want a promotion somewhere down the line, I need to change my social media account to say, at Pretty Daddy. That's what you're saying. I'm not a guy that can promote you. I'm just looking at examples out there in the universe. And see. And I, I talked to him about this. I said, really, you didn't change it on Twitter. He goes, yeah, because I'm going to lean into it. He did. He's like, I'm going to lean into it, man. This is it's my brand now. I don't get to choose that. Radio producing is a lot like the NFL. It's a copycat league. If it worked for him, maybe it'll work for others. I mean, look, I can keep be- saying when we start the show, I'm a sports writer, R-E-I-T-E-R, my last name. He's at D-Cell CBS. Or I could come in and be like, what's up? Welcome into the show. I'm a sports writer. Who cares? He is. Follow him at Twitter at Pretty 
daddy. Or it might end up being like pretty underscore daddy or, or I don't know. Pretty, pretty daddy's da- got to be taken, right? Pretty, pretty daddy too. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. On the old, on the old act. I mean, pretty daddy's a pretty random. You better hurry though, because someone listening will take it if you haven't. I'm pulling up pretty daddy right now. What are the odds? It's just not an appropriate account. Uh very high, like uh, skyrockingly high. There is a, there is a. Nope. There's only pretty dad. There's no pretty daddy. It's really available. It taken. <laughs> it's but plus diesel CVS is a bad handle. <laughs> Why is that bad? That's my nickname plus where I work. Not your nickname anywhere ever until you came to work here, which you already told me, which means you already leaned into a nickname you were given at this particular place. Well, also too, if I went with my full last name, I mean that's eleven letters long. Pretty daddy on Twitter is magic, and it's what the people want. Look, you do you. I can't. I mean, I would imagine, I don't want to speak for Spike Gaskin or David Marinick, who are the bosses, but I would imagine that if they saw that you were Pretty Daddy on Twitter, they would double your salary tomorrow. Done. <laughs> I mean, I'm just guessing. I'm not making any kind of you know contractual agreement. I'm always interested in, this, by the way, this idea is a, is a goat idea. It's the greatest of all time idea. You're welcome. Speaking of goats and forced transitions, I, um, I'm always interested in Goats or would-be goats, like those athletes who are in that conversation, being asked who who they think the best of all time is, and I, I'll go way back in two thousand and man, two thousand and thirteen, ten years ago, when I did a sit-down TV interview with LeBron James, I asked the guy who the best three players of all time were, and he went, if memory serves, he went, Jordan, Kareem, and Bird, and he he left, he left, Magic out. And a similar conversation happened. Because sometimes guys will be a little put out. I know when, when Kareem gets asked that, he basically... I, Kareem got asked at some point who he thought was the best of all time between Jordan and LeBron, and Kareem said me. Which is the right call. But you can just... <laughs> and I like Kareem a lot. Like, he's he's a really interesting, smart dude. But he can be ornery, right? He he, he uh, my, Joe Montana, who I, as I mentioned, I once sat next to at an airport lounge when, when we, we both had um, spent way too much time partying the night before... What was asked about this was, and he gave what I think is a really interesting answer, Tommy. And I, I want to give you, Pretty Daddy, his answer, and then I want to ask you a question. I'm, I'm, I'm curious your sort of knee-jerk response. You ready? So, like, is Montana going to say himself? Is he going to say Tom Brady? When I saw the headline, I thought, is he going to say, oh, I think it'll, it's Mahomes because if I base it on, ta-. nope, nope, nope. He went Dan Marino. Dan Marino, who obviously never won a Super Bowl, was close but never got it done. Many would say was the most talented quarterback of all time, Aaron Rodgers level, but Aaron Rodgers has a an actual ring. Quote, he had a quick release, Montana said. I had to step into a lot of things to get enough on the ball. He had the perfect torque of his upper body and strength to deliver the ball quickly at a fast release with accuracy. He put Marino in today's game where he gets free release, and his receivers, holy cow, weren't even very big. Now these guys are 6'4", 6'5". I think is probably one of the most unsung heroes of the game. People don't talk enough about him or realize the numbers that he put up during his times that he put them up. Marino's career, 420 touchdowns, 252 picks. He had 17 seasons in Miami. He was only 8-10 and 10 in the postseason. That one Super Bowl appearance, they couldn't get it done. Now, Montana did pick Brady a few years ago in this conversation. And, and to be fair or not fair, when, LeBron, when I asked LeBron about his list, Literally a month later, someone else asked him, and he gave a different answer. So you, you know, riddle me that. I, I don't know. I'm not Batman. 
Here's my question, Tom. Do you think at the moment Joe Montana, who was my best friend for three seconds at a lounge at 7 in the morning in London once, that Joe Montana in the moment believed it and reasoned it? Or do you think it's the proper answer if he wants to continue to passive-aggressively make the case for himself? I'm going to say in the moment he actually believed it. The guys that played that position were and are in awe of Dan Marino. I mean, look, it's not a today topic, I get, but it is, It is. this is what you risk if you don't win a championship. As much as guys want to say, you know, cool career can't be defined on a championship, yeah, it can. Andy Roddick, and I, I, I like Andy a lot. I'm friends with Andy. I'm biased. Andy Roddick won one championship, right, one Grand Slam. It's the 20-year anniversary. If you're watching tennis, four! Oh, that's golf. If you're watching uh, tennis, they, they brought it up a lot. And GQ just did It's great, dude. Like, GQ wrote a story on him. And I actually got emotional. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I got, I got cried a few times reading it. There's stuff in there I didn't know about Andy and stuff he's never talked about. But the reason that – and I like – like Andy's my friend. He's, he's a great guy. I'm not taking shots. I'm just saying the reason that Roddick is still being written about – the reason he is captivating to people in the tennis world, the reason that GQ would care 20 years later is because he won one of these and no one has done it since it's an American. Like, winning a championship matters. You win one, you're erotic, you get to be a legend forever, even though you got screwed by history because the three best players of all time came around right when you were at your prime. You're Marino, and again, Marino was a better quarterback than Andy was a tennis player probably. I mean, not probably, for, for sure, talent-wise. I mean, I think Andy would be the first to tell you he worked his, his tail off. But Andy had the the more lasting career. You gotta win these things. You gotta win. Them. Like Joe Burrow came back to to practice today, and we'll get to this later because Tom is outraged. I'm not kidding. Tom thinks it's an outrage that Joe Burrow's at practice. I think he should come to practice. He doesn't have a contract. Tom thinks he should hold out, but that's not what we're talking about now. Joe Burrow's amazing, and if he has a career like he has had the last few years, if he gets to AFC Championship games consistently, if he gets to Super Bowls somewhat consistently, it's hard to do, especially having to go through Mahomes and just the entire AFC we keep talking about. If he puts up the same kind of numbers for five or ten years, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's going to be celebrated. If the guy doesn't win a a Super Bowl, he's not going to be remembered. He's going to fade into some kind of obscurity. If Marino, if I put together an all-time quarterback list right now, before this conversation, Tom, if I just did it off the top of my head, I don't think I'd have Marino in my top five. No way. He gets forgotten about. And it's not to say that he wasn't talented, but to to highlight what you're saying, you got to win at least one. Maybe that's not fair, but that's the way it is. It feels kind of like, again, top of my head, I haven't really thought about it. feels kind of like Brady won, Mahomes two, Manning three. I'm high on Breeze. Breeze four. Some people put Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure I'm forgetting obvious people I'm not thinking about. Aaron Rodgers, you know, five. In that, I mean, Brett Favre is still in that conver- is certainly in that in that conversation. Maybe Marino should be higher. You got you got to win these things. You got to win these things. Maybe we'll, maybe I'll bump what we we're going to do in a second. I mean, is it really interesting to talk about how the Niners are dysfunctional now? Tom wants to bench Joe Burrow, not bench. He wants Joe Burrow to hold out. You want him to hold out. You want him to bench him. You do. You want him to. You want him to bench himself. On Twitter at Super Boring Diesel CBS, if you want to hit that up. Are you going to change it to Pretty Daddy? Percentage chance you will change it to Pretty Daddy. Uh, 4.2%. That is too low. But it's a higher percentage than Joe Burrow is going to hold out from practice 
yesterday because of a contract. All right. Tom is going to give you a, a, a Tommy take. I'm very excited. After we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Writer Than You. People love you, dude, on the show. Uh, love me or love to hate me or love to say nasty things about me? No, because you, most of them, many of them, let's be straight, many of them say love D-Cell butt, and the <laughs> other ones, it's implicit, it's sort of implied. On CBS Sports Radio. I mean, I'm already getting stuff on Twitter telling me people are saying I'd love to tweet at Pretty Daddy. You basically made a face in the break, you're not going to do it, I don't. I told you, you there's, a, there's a 4.2% chance. You don't use your social media for anything other than work. Why would you not make work the priority? Because i got to be a professional on social media if I'm using it for work. It'd be a great conversation starter. Nobody calls piece. me pretty daddy outside of when I am sitting in this control room for two hours. There's no more important place in your world work-wise than the, these two hours. Except when our room. boss, David, likes to you know take a jab at me and calls me pretty daddy in the hallway. I'm talking to Spike Eskin today, the big the big boss. Maybe I'll ask him if he can just start calling you Pretty Daddy in the hallway. I would prefer you didn't. I mean, I can ask. You can ask. I can't stop you from asking. Because even if I asked you, please don't say that, that would be what you led with in your meeting with our boss today. If yes, I said, no, Bill, please, please, I really would prefer you didn't ask our mm-hmm. boss to call me Pretty Daddy, you would give a smirk. You wouldn't acknowledge me, and then that would be the first words out of your mouth to our boss. I have a, I have a quiz for you. Ready? Soccer quiz. You ready for a little pop? I hate a pop quiz when I was a kid. But Did anybody like them? Soccer. There was a couple kids in the class. They were smart. Soccer pop quiz. What is happening today in the world of soccer that is so significant? And here's a little bonus question. Because I know that you're a massive, massive uh, consumer of Sports and soccer media. Soccer! It is connected to Paramount, which owns CBS, which licenses the name to us. Well, I think that hurts my first guess here because I thought what was happening today in soccer that was significant was everybody was trying to rebound and recover after your guy Messi did not score or have an assist That's not it. in nope. last night's match. What's happening today in soccer that's significant? I don't know. That was my best guess. 
All right, I'm going to tell you, and then let's see if you know what it means. The UEFA Champions League draw. What does that mean? Uh, they are going to set the groups. You're the best. I'm not kidding. I just got this on Twitter. From someone at Not Pretty Daddy. <laughs> they haven't, they, they, there's like an egg. There's an empty. So I think probably they just signed up. I'll be vacationing in Chicago soon. Is one rental car enough or should I get multiple? Uh, one does the trick, one is perfect, and you will be able to get around downtown Chicago with ease. You can't be mad at me. I didn't do this. I'm just reading tweets on, on the Twitter. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? I didn't do it, pal. Yeah, because you're encouraging it. You didn't do it, but you are. You want the listeners to do this to me. I told you people love you. Let's lean into this and do... You're so fired up about this. You're so funny. Let's do what to sell. D-Cell said What? It's writer than use. What to sell? Real quick, I'm just going to label this. You know, like on Twitter, they'll label this could be considered misinformation. I'm going to label this as, I think, a ridiculous perspective. Please have at it. No, no thank you for that. Setup. I'm just telling you. We I already had this conversation. This. All right, here's the news, Bill. Joe Burrow back at practice yesterday for the first time since late July. After oh, good he- news. Yeah, yeah. After he sustained a calf injury, it is good news that Joe Burrow is feeling better. You have to tell me why Joe Burrow willingly went back to practice after he suffered a non-contact injury in late July that Zach Taylor, the entire Bengals organization, Joe Burrow himself, were extremely lucky that it was not more serious than it was. Was he not cleared? Yeah, he, he's back at practice. He was cleared. He's cleared. But when we all saw video of that injury, we all immediately feared the worst. This guy, may I remind you, had a serious knee injury his rookie season back in 2020. We've already been through this with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow should not have put the pads on and gone back to practice yesterday. This man needs a new contract. He is the second best quarterback in the NFL behind only Patrick Mahomes. I agree with all of this, but can you can you tell the people your hot take on this? Yes, we have watched Jalen Hurts. We have watched Lamar Jackson. We have watched Justin Herbert get paid. A lot of context. You need to pay Joe Burrow. He no, needs wait, to hold out and not go that's, to practice. That's the take. That's cr- all right, sorry. Short segment. Why he should hold he out. Paid? Are we in the twilight zone right now? What is the holdup? Whether Joe Burrow is asking for an absurd amount of money or the Bengals just don't want to pay him what he's worth, what's the holdup? This has to get done. They had all summer long. Bill, we have an NFL game one week from today. What the heck is going on? He should not have gone back to practice. Plus, as I just said, his calf injury should have been a wake-up call. Like, at any moment, any moment this guy could sustain a massive injury. And not just him, any quarterback in the league. This guy needs to get his money, and he needs it now. Should every quarterback in the league hold out since they could sustain an injury at any point? When you're as good as Joe Burrow, yes, you should. When in three seasons... As I mentioned, he had his major knee injury, came back the next year, went to the Super Bowl, and last season, no shame in losing to Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship game. So you criticized Lamar Jackson last year for not playing when he was hurt because he was contract negotiating, kind of. Why is it different for Joe Burrow? Lamar Jackson had a lot of public missteps. A lot of instances of him getting on Twitter and put his business out there. It's credit to Joe Burrow and to the Bangles to some degree. But, but, we it'll don't be we, a public... 
But it would be a public a statement if he if he held out. But we don't. You know. want him to hold out? We don't know a lot about what Dude. what's holding up these negotiations. Assuming that they're talking about this every moment possible, I don't know if Joe Burrow's being unreasonable. I don't know if the Bengals are being unreasonable. This has to get done, though. Yeah, well, we're in agreement on that. But your and you've said it. I appreciate that. Your pitch to me today was that I should I should rail on how Burrow should hold out, which is ridiculous, ludicrous. What's the point of him going back to practice one week before week one when he says he wants to play? When he because he wants himself. to play, you gotta you gotta get out there if you're going to play. You're not just gonna come back from injury and the first thing you do is play in a full speed NFL game that counts. And they have a they have a championship window. The expectation is that he'll be there. Obviously, these guys play under the risk of injury. He must feel good about how close they are or his ability to stay healthy. You can't have Joe Burrow hold out. Got enough holdouts out there already. Chris Jones, Nick Bosa, all these guys. Yeah. By the way, this. And I'm rooting for all of them to get the money they want, including Joe Burrow, who should be the second highest paid quarterback in the NFL behind Patrick Mahomes. Yes, and he will be. But he or maybe he'll be the highest paid, but he should not be holding out. That is ridiculous. Because once the season starts, you know Joe Burrow's gonna come out and say, We're not talking contract anymore. You're not gonna sign remember, a contract in week ten. Florio Florio came on the show, I thought it was really interesting, and said he thinks someone will eventually just say to hell with it, I'll roll the dice. I'm not signing it, and I'll go be a free agent, right? You'll franchise me a couple times, and I'll try to get through it. And he said that he thought that this young man, Joe Burrow, would be that guy if it wasn't for his connection to Ohio, but to his home state. But you know what? I'm from Iowa. I love Iowa. I had to leave. I went to L.A. for work, right? Actually, Missouri first. Then Do what you got to do. Maybe maybe it's a risk-reward thing for him where it's – because if he doesn't play, if he holds out, you run the risk of losing a little bit of that momentum – Things getting out of control. This becoming a Jonathan Taylor situation, poisoning your locker room, destroying your ability to win with the Bengals. You're still going to be there for what this three more seasons if they if you refuse to sign a deal and you get franchised and, and franchised again. I think on every level it makes sense for the guy to play. You don't think that Jamar Chase, if we get to Week One and the Bengals are kicking off, is going to go back into the locker room and scratch his head and be like, "Joe, what's the deal here? Why 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 didn't you sign a contract?" Guys tend not to talk about each other's money. It's one of those codes. I think Chase is going to be more focused on, Joe, thanks for that pass, bro. You are, you're a baller. That was great. I, I, two, two, two touchdowns today, but, bro, let's go. Let's go. Something's fishy here. Joe Burrow should have been signed months ago, and his calf injury should have been the wake-up call. Uh, I, we're officially, to me, we're officially in the twilight zone. Something bizarre but is they, going on. But you don't on. hold out as a result. I mean, you don't. And by the way, here's my other thing. We don't know the details. Maybe they're, maybe they're literally, it's not like Joe Burrow's camp has been leaking frustrations or the Bengals have been leaking frustrations. We're in the dark here. And maybe in, maybe literally in three minutes, a press release is going to come down or a Schefter report is going to come down. So, so to, <laughs> I don't think he needs to hold out. I think he's probably got a pretty good handle on it. I'm saying from his benefit, if I was him, it doesn't make any sense to go back to practice. You're a reactionary. That's another thing I love about you. You're so staid and calm, but you're deep down, you're a revolutionary. If there was ever a revolution at that office, if 340... Oh, I'm not supposed to see it. Am I allowed to say the address? I almost said it. <laughs> if Social Security number 12345678 had a revolution, you would ju- you'd, be re- you'd be burning trash cans... Dave would be barricaded in his office. You'd be like, 
We're in charge now. You are a revolutionary deep down. Uh, I believe you like to call it dog with a bone. You are a dog with a bone. And you're easy to live with. That, was that yesterday you said that? <laughs> yesterday, the day before. It all blends together. By the way, I got a uh, note from somebody on Twitter. People love the, if you missed this yesterday, whenever Mike Trout gets out, I want the umpire to be like, you're Trout! People love it. People watching baseball hit me up yesterday. You're um, Trout! We may or may not hear that later in the show today. I mean, I'm only, how had I never heard that before? Because nobody sh- should ever say that. An umpire, another random person, it should never be said. You know what happened to me yesterday? I cannot believe this happened after I talked about it on the show. I went to my kid's open house. We have open houses. I got a call. I walked outside to get the call. I walked up the outdoor hallway. I was walking back. There was a mom leaving. It was just us. It's an open house. I'm not there to hit on you. It's not a bar. I'm at an open house where all of kids. How's it going? Uh, look, don't hit on me. Stop talking to other people. That's the th- that's the moral <laughs> of the story. Stop talking to other people. Just do what I do. Put your head it's, down. Don't make eye contact. It's the community I live in. Don't talk to Be a recluse. Hold out. Side with Joe Burrow. You don't have to be rude to people. You just don't have to be polite. You don't have to go out of your way to be polite. I think it's awkward and rude to just walk past another human being at a social event and pretend you don't see each other. No it's way. a long do, sidewalk I with, with railings. Time. I do it on a daily basis. You're rude and awkward. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case. I mean, come on. You're going out of your way to be polite. Just stop going out of your way. Somebody says hello to you, say nah, hi back. I'm from the Midwest. You say hi to people. You, you, you make eye contact. You be polite. Of course, I also have some Jersey edge in me because my mom's from there. So I'm more than capable of being like, I said hi to you. The yin and the yang. Houston Nut is going to talk SEC football with us when we come back next year on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 